Hey everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And we're two dudes. Talking Disney. Still socially distant. Yeah, we're still gazing lovingly into each other's eyes over Skype. But but together in our hearts. Yes. Yes. Um, so what's the big news, Dave? Ah, there's a lot of news, Tone. Uh, so I guess this episode we're going to just kind of go over the reopening uh, of the parks. Yes. Uh, you know, as we stand, as today's date, as we're recording... Uh, right now, Hong Kong and Shanghai are up and running, and uh, they they have been at this point uh, for a little while. Um, and we're moving on to the rest of the uh, of the Disney parks to start their reopening. Thank goodness. Yeah. It, again, like I've said a million times, it's just you, there's always that happy feeling deep down inside for us Disney fans, knowing that the park is open, the rides are running. No matter what time of day it is, there's an hour and a half wait at Peter Pan. And uh, we'll finally get back to that life. Hopefully. Hopefully, right. Hopefully. hopefully. Yeah, if all goes well. So like uh, like Dave mentioned, uh, Shanghai and Hong Kong are open. Hong Kong's been open all of uh, five days now. Uh, things seem to be going well there. Uh, the next park that is set to open is going to be Tokyo, uh, which comprises of Tokyo Disney and Tokyo Disney Sea and that is going to open on July 1st and uh, who's up next after that Dave um, some of the fun notes though about Tokyo Disney and Disney Sea is they're only allowed 15,000 visitors per day well that's okay a, yeah government restriction each park uh, it did it just said 15,000 visitors for the resort so I, I assume that that encompasses both parks. Okay. So, yeah, I I know with Tokyo, uh, theme parks were given the go ahead to open about two two and a half weeks ago. Uh, Universal uh, Japan jumped right on that, and Disney said we're gonna we're gonna wait a little bit. So it seems to be the trend with with some of the parks where they decide to wait past what the government says they can open or when the government says they can open. Um, so yeah, very very fun to see Tokyo opening. They've got a lot of uh, fun attractions there. I'll tell you, I you know, you know my feeling. Disney Tokyo Disney Sea uh, is actually rated as one of the greatest theme parks in the world, and uh, I it is on my bucket list. I definitely want to check it out. My biggest fear tone is what would I eat? Um, oh, you'd eat hamburgers and hot dogs. I just I like the food over there. If you've ever looked at some of the the food posts on the Disney blog that they do. They do some amazing work with uh, their presentation over there. It's amazing. Yeah, but remember, I eat like a five-year-old. I mean, chicken nuggets, grilled cheese, and, and that's that's stretching it for me. They've got chicken nuggets everywhere, even oh. in even in uh, Hong Kong and uh, Tokyo. Okay, then I think we can make it. We should. Uh, we'll send a, a, a email to our media relations people from Two Dudes. Have them send to see if they can set up a. Probably, I mean, at this point, it should be a VIP tour of the, the Tokyo Disney property for us. It should be. Yeah, they, well, they'll do it through YouTube. You know, they'll send us a video link to check yeah. out. Yeah, it'll usually get lost in the mail. Um, so so I, th I think one of the fun things about Tokyo Disney Sea is, if I'm correct, a lot of that stuff was um, imagineered for a second park in California. Yes. That Disney, Disney Sea that they wanted to put down by Long Beach Pier. That the part of the Disney decade that never happened. Right. Yeah. Right. No. And you know, and, and it's funny because that even um, 
Tokyo Disney was a like a, a reproduction of of the Magic Kingdom because they were in the process of building Epcot when when they wanted them to build it. So they kind of threw they didn't throw I don't want to say they didn't throw like they didn't throw new content in. They took what they had on the shelves to make the park. And you know, opening in 1983, it's right on the heels of Epcot. Uh, so it, it was a you know massive undertaking, Disney's first uh, foreign property, and been open since 1983. Uh, Tokyo Disney. If you're out there in Tokyo, check it out. Um, next to open, we come uh, all the way back home, I guess if you will say, uh, according to my Disney Vacation Club deeds. Walt Disney World Resort with the grand opening, reopening of uh, the Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom on July 11th. Followed by the openings of Disney's Hollywood Studios and Epcot on July 15th. They should just keep Epcot closed for the year. Uh, you know, I thought that as well. Uh, between the fact that they don't have the um, uh, native uh, workers in each of the countries, um, uh, you know, they don't have a workforce. Half the park is ripped up. Uh, luckily, they've decided to not bring down Spaceship Earth for refurbishment, their two-and-a-half-year refurbishment and reimagining. Uh, so that will be up. But I would have much preferred them to leave it closed, continue to work on it, and then, you know what, maybe open it midway through next year, just in time for the 50th anniversary. But on the other hand, you've got a lot of people that want to ride the Remy ride this year, which is still yep. due out for summer. Yep. Um, so, you know, you can't win. Maybe close – could you have closed the front of the park? Right. Closed Future World, kept World Showcase open. Right. You know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, you know, and we know like the other parks, uh, there's going to be some changes to the system, if you will. Uh, temperature screenings, there's going to be some, uh, you know, more reduced capacity at the parks. Uh, no fast passes. Like we're, we're learning all these little nuances that are going to be happening in the park. Uh, come July 11th, which is a few short weeks away. Yeah, I, I find it interesting for, for those who are going to Walt Disney World over the next few months. Uh, there will be no fast passes. There will be no standby lines. I thought that this would be a great opportunity for them to uh, work on virtual queues for everything where you just kind of wait around and your My Disney Experience tells you when it's time to go in the ride, kind of like they do with um, uh, with the new Double Dumbo. Uh, but no, the, uh, fast pass lines, you know, if you're, if you're familiar with Q technology at Disney world, uh, you know, that the, uh, inner railings can be moved around and that queues can be reconfigured and made longer and shorter and opened up at different points. And they're actually going to combine the fast pass queue and the standby queues to make one long standby queue. So it's going to be you know, 1986 all over again, where you go to the park and even though it's going to be at a reduced capacity uh, for people, uh, you have to understand that the rides are also going to be at a reduced capacity. So while you think that crowds are going to be small and, and lines are going to be small, um, you're still going to have some wait times uh, and you're, you're not going to be able to fast pass it. So it's going to be like the old days where you, you know, you want to ride Peter Pan. It's a two and a half hour wait. It, yeah, seventy five minutes, and see you then. Yep. Yeah, I. It's uh, it's gonna be interesting, and it's it's you know fear of the unknown, fear of of something new. Uh, and Disney, you know, spent 
so much time and effort of building this juggernaut of fast passes and crowds and moving the people and moving the crowds and and now to have to pump the brakes on that it's undoing you know decades worth of work and in, in business planning right so all right so uh you know one of the things too tone that i was surprised about the disney world reopening plan is that some of the resorts don't open till the fall there are some resorts that aren't even scheduled to open at all you know which is you know crazy when you think about that that they that they have you know july 10th most of the um our animal kingdom villas jumbo house pop century contemporary and the 29th you get the beach club and you follow down the list and um you know there are some hotels that the um port orleans is not listed for reopening yet yeah port orleans uh both riverside and french quarter are not scheduled to open uh, Wilderness Lodge is not scheduled to open. Art of Animation, not on the opening schedule. And all three all-star resorts, not on the schedule, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, so we'll see. Again, more more of, you know, how the numbers are, how things go, what happens, and we'll, we'll see. Uh, opening a few short days after Disney World is Disneyland Paris. Uh, opening July 15th and, uh, oops, sorry, just dropped that. Um, you know, yeah, it's we'll, funny. Because, we'll, we'll take care of that noise in our post-production. Yes. In post-production. No, we won't. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, a lot of people, the, the Disneyland Paris property and the adjoining Disney studio park, um, they were, you didn't hear much about, you know, for us here, you know, for our, our, local United States listeners, we, we know that Italy, the, uh, France, that region of Europe was, was hit very hard, uh, by the COVID virus. So it's good to see that they're coming back. It's good to see that they're going to be up and running again. Um, you know, just a few, four days after Disney world opens, Disneyland Paris, uh, reopens. Yeah. I, I was a little shocked. I thought they'd be closed a lot longer based on what we were hearing. But uh, nice, nice to see that they're gonna gonna take a go at it. Yeah, and, and then, then fi- oh, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Finally, uh, you know, bringing it back to where it all started, the Disneyland Resort opening on July 17th, which uh, coincidentally is Disneyland's 65th anniversary. Yes. So that was somebody, you know, I that was definitely a conference room where someone was like, "Wait a minute, I've got an idea." <laughs> so. Yeah, and- uh, what is the traditional 65th anniversary gift? I don't know. In case you wanted to get them anything. Yeah, what do you um, I will I will look that up. Okay. It is sapphire. Okay. So Di- diamonds for 50, sapphires for 65. Okay. So you know when when all this started happening over in uh Asia uh in January and they started closing parks I, I personally thought to myself, wow, you know, they're really, you know, they're really taking this serious. I'm like, but, you know, they could never close the parks here. And then to see, uh, you know, Disney go dark across multiple continents uh, and and seeing how COVID-19, you know, affected the world, uh, you kind of realize that they, they really had no choice. Yeah, I you know, it. it it's funny because uh, in other realms of my life, I was in a, a, a discussion today 
with some of my workforce and some of my people. And we were talking about the beginning of it and how it was like a couple of stories on the news. And it, it really did play out like a movie, you know, um, my, my wife went for travel for work at the end of January and, you know, calling me from the airport. She was like, wow, it's really weird. There's a lot of people wearing face masks, you know, coming around and it, it, it you know, within a couple of weeks I was knee deep in meetings and gone for, uh, you know, a good period of time working on planning and stuff. And it, I could just remember thinking, you know, at the time in the beginning of March, we had our May trip booked. And I, I said to myself, there's no way that, you know, we would not go in May because right. it's March and it was two weeks, the old money pit, right? Two weeks. Um, and the, the time just kept getting extended. You know, we, we had our May trip booked and then we, we started worrying. So we moved it to June and then we started worrying and we moved it to July. I mean, we had, a, we missed three trips and it, it, it's just, I, you know, if you went back and talked to me on March 1st and told me that I would miss three Disney trips uh, by July because of the, I would have bet a year's salary against it. Right. I, I, yeah, you know, you're right because it, it was initially, Hey folks, it's going to be two weeks and a good deep cleaning and we'll be okay. back. We'll be back. You know, I, I kind of pictured yeah, them with these some bleach, you know, give, right. give them a couple of weeks off and we'll be back. Right. Yeah. A couple of, uh, like heavy duty steamers and, uh, a gallon of bleach and yeah, the parks are good. Uh, but here we are, you know, three and a half, four months later. Um, and it's for what's going to be like the next year, the new normal. Right. And I'm uh, so sick of hearing that. <laughs> well, you know, you can, what, what, what phrase are you sick of more, uh, new normal or unprecedented times? Right. Right. It's, it's, you know, pick your poison there, but it is, it's just the new normal. It's the way that we're living our lives. It's, uh, you know, Tony and I are probably going to do another show in the next couple of days about this reservation system. And, and, you know, again, the new normal of multiple hour waits on the phone to get yeah. through a Disney representative and all that. So, so more exciting news to come for those of you who are looking to get back to the land of the mouse. Yeah. Uh, but on the positive side, um, you know, we're, we're looking at uh, an extended period of, I want to say uncertainty because we, we don't know how things are going to go in the parks. You know, we've seen COVID cases ramp up in Florida, uh, hoping that things stay down. You know, we've got the NBA coming to Florida um, and, you know, who knows how all of it's going to play out. But, you know, you have to look forward. You have to move on. And to that end, you know, the the 2021 packages uh, for Walt Disney World actually open up tomorrow. You know on, it's funny you mention that. Why is that, Dave? Because I know a guy. You do? Yeah. That's right. Uh, our, our good friend Tony at Main Street and More Travel. Um, you know, if you're if you're looking to go next year, uh, you know, there are some people who don't want to go this year because of all of the restrictions. Um, you know, and we don't know which of these restrictions will play into 2021. Uh, but we are looking at reduced capacity, at least for the, the first three quarters of the year. Uh, so if you are thinking of going, uh, you know, you definitely want to book your time as far in advance as you can. This this is not the time to sit around in February going, hey, you know, April break would make a great Disney trip. Yeah, I mean, I booked May already. You know, that, that may have worked in years past, uh, but that's not going to be 
how things go in 2020 or 2021. So uh, if you are thinking of booking, book early, um, book early, book often. It's like voting. Right. So uh, so Dave and I were just, you know, we're really happy uh, by the 17th of July. The sun will never set on a Disney park again. Um, you know, the magic will be back. It'll be back at a reduced capacity, but reduced capacity magic is better than no magic at all. Wouldn't you agree? A hundred percent. All right. So next show, we'll we'll, we'll get into uh, some of the new uh, steps and policies and park pass reservation systems that Disney World has rolled out. Uh, we don't know what Disneyland is going to roll out. So what we'll probably do is is hold off until Disneyland makes an announcement because we should hear I would expect we're going to hear something in the next, uh, you know, within the next week as to what they're going to do. Yeah. And uh, until then, I'm Tony. I'm David. And we're two dudes. Talking Disney.